Yo, 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 yo. What's good, world? It's a boy Rob, Geo, Andy. Yo, real talk, real views. Hope everybody's having a great week. What's good with y'all boys? How y'all doing this morning? Ty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. How you doing? Oh man, not too bad, Andy. Andy, not too bad. Dog. Andy, what do you uh you know, before I get into the to the topic, what do you think of all these uh some of the NBA players and the NFL players that are deciding to opt out and not play for the season? Deciding yeah. to sit the season now. I mean, uh I think it's a good move, man. Like we talked about last uh two weeks ago. Um I don't think now is the time to uh be distracted. Um but it's a time to come together and understand what the common goal is, whether it's to uh, alleviate the United States of the coronavirus or the, alleviate the problem of, you know, cops killing innocent black men and black people. Um, I think right now we shouldn't be focused on sports. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's more right now. So. I love it, man. And like I said, hopefully they, they use this time to come together and uh, use their platforms for a better game. Right, right. I feel you, man. Straight up. I, I feel like they should all sit down. You know, like, this shit is – it's, it's, it's too bad right now. But, yo, just now shifting into the today's topic, it's like it's – a, it's a good multitude of things. Um, this is a question that, you know, most guys always wanted to, like, know the answer to try to figure things out in their, like, relationships. And this this first question, this first topic is, you know, does a man need to be the breadwinner for his family? That's deep. It's a deep-ass question. And, you know, personally, I feel like, honestly, it could be both ways. It could be his boy. It could be the woman or it could be the man. Just as long as the man is working hard. Because if the man is not working hard, then – if he's not working hard and he doesn't have a vision for his family and he doesn't have no type of ambition um, and he doesn't want more for himself and for his family, then that's when he's just like working hard, but it's at a dead end. And you don't want to work towards a dead end. You want to work towards um, a journey because, because Andy, you and I and Joe, we know that that destinations are not always the ending point. It's life is just ongoing. You'll you'll never be like, okay, I'm I'm finally in this room. I'm not I'm I'm not going out anymore. You can't you, you have to go out so you can keep learning. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to start this off with uh with, with you, Joe. What do you think about that? Do you feel like do you feel like the man could be do you feel like the man has to absolutely be the breadwinner? Or do you feel like it can go both ways in this day and age that we live in now? Well, first and foremost, this is a tough question. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people gonna be, you know, a little, a little crazy. But uh, answer would be both, right? The right answer would be both. Let the man and the woman have equal, you know, equal financial support amongst each other and help each other when need be. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Help, help here when you need it. Help there when she needs it. It's, it's understandable, you know. But I'm gonna have to say, man, dog. It's, it's not, it's not about, it's not about no man, you know, it's ego and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. The ego is there. I kind of have like this ego kind of mindset a little bit as far as like a man having financial strength over a woman like it's just so, like I've just been taught and brought up that way right to, mm -hmm. for a man to have that because you're supposed to be the protector provider and the financial supporter of of your relationship of your family of your up to coming family family right so think about it they always in the in the bible i don't know if this is true eddie but you can you know let me know <laughs> the uh, a man has to the man has to follow god if i'm if, if i'm saying if i'm saying that right right and the woman has to follow a man of god 
if, I, if I'm if I'm saying that right. Somewhat, somewhat right, I guess. Something like that, right? I, I, just, I, I, I'm I, saying it's, it's something like that. So if <laughs> if it's if it's like that, and we were born leaders already coming out the womb, why not follow your man's footsteps? Why not follow the relationship? Even though it may be a financial thing. Like, don't get me wrong, there's some guys out there that are comfortable with their woman, with their woman being the the, the breadwinner. And they can stay at home and be a stay-at-home dad. And, you know, they're cool with that. By all means, hey, if that's what you're cool with, hey, that's, I don't got no problem with you. But for me, I, I just can't be in a relationship if I'm not the financial tier of the relationship. Not saying, like, I got to be, like, set um, head, head and shoulders above her. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Like, she got to bring a... a you you know, a suitable amount of income, but you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say I'm making 80,000 80, a year, right? She, she can bring in 60 to 70, right? Not too far, not too far fetched off, but I'm not saying like you need to bring like 20 a year. Like, we're not in high school no more. You're not working at the movies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's not it. So it's, it's a certain level. Like, I don't want you, to, I don't want people to think like, Oh, I, I I gotta be the top tier guy or whatever, but that's where I, that's how I like it, and the reason for it. Obviously, it might be an ego thing if you want to throw that out there. Fine, everybody's gonna say it's ego thing, whatever. But no, it's 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 been it's been through generations and times where the man leads and the woman follows the man. I know a lot of females will be like, yeah, the, the, the. listen, you you need a man in your life. For my ladies, you need a man in your life. However you want to put it, whatever you want, you want to say whatever, you need a man in your life. It Your, your life is just not going to be the same without a man. And the same thing follows for a man, for a woman. A, a man needs a woman in their life as well. So if a man, if a man has Let's say a man does, doesn't have the, the right financial support that he's supposed to be getting, and she's making a whole bunch of money, and now he's trying to do all these different things, but she's like, I don't need your money. I don't want your money. Or I don't need this. Or, I don't want that because I got it. Like, he's going to feel he's gonna feel less than a man. It's, it's, just, it's, just, that, it's, it's just that simple. Like, he's going to be like, damn, let me, let me go get you that. She's like, babe, I could have bought that. You don't need it. All right, cool. Babe, I could have done that. You don't need to do that. Well, well, damn, what you need me for? Just to be here? Next thing you know, she's going to feel like she's top tier, and then she's going to start bossing you around and just giving you orders, and then you just going to have to take it and take it and take it. And it's like, like, damn. Like, I, like for me, the question I want to know is, is the whole Serena Williams and her husband. I want to see how, I want to know the insight in that relationship, because yeah, he's 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 white. He's a white man. He's a white male that's married to a, a huge tennis player in Serena. But I want to know how it how it feels for him to be a pretty much a stay at home dad. Like I mean, I know he's making his money, obviously, but you know she's making tons and millions of dollars. So it's like, how, how does that work? But. Mm -hmm. That's that's just my viewpoint on it. You guys can challenge me with any questions you want. I have no problem with giving you answers. But hey, that's uh, what it is. Go ahead, Andy. Yeah, I mean, Gio, man, you thought of the foot away that you felt it's not wrong at all by any way. Uh so for me, man. Uh <laughs> it's all about what the goal is at the end of the day. And so I feel like no nah, real talk, because I think Jay, you hit a, you hit a, like a, you hit on a lot of things. The, the ego of a man, in which, and I, and I and I struggle with it too. You know, with if a if a if a female or their partner is making more money than them, like they're they're feeling some way because it has been embedded in us that we are supposed to provide. We've seen our dads provide. We've seen it on television. We hear it all the time. You hear rapper, you hear rappers would be finding their money to get girls or whatever. So like, the man has the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. However, Robin, how you said it in the intro, I honestly feel like, yo, if 
if the female has it, it, my thing is, if the female has it, that's cool too. But you just have to make sure that you bring that same energy. You have to, as a man, you have to bring something mm-hmm. to the You know, is your credit good? You know what I'm saying? Because she come out, she might have the money, she might have, she might have a good paying job, but her credit is bad. But if your credit is good, then you have to do something with that. So it's one of those things where what can you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. Make sure that y'all both rise together. Because at the end of the day, and here's my thing. <laughs> I feel like whoever makes more money doesn't matter if financial freedom is the goal. Because the goal is for money not to even be a problem. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There you go. So I, it's like, I, I agree with you right there. That's okay. mm-hmm. Keep going, Andy. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if if financial freedom is the goal, it doesn't matter who's making what. Because y'all both are financially free now. And to get there, you want to work together. So if it's one of those things where she has, if she has some money on the side, and you're working on a few ventures, like you're, you're, you might have a job that's not paying you much, but you're working on other things to build assets. So yeah, she's making more money than you right now, but you're working on assets to get you mm-hmm. out more financially free. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's why it's, yeah. it's a it's a thing where it it doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me why it's such a a huge deal. And I think it's just again growing up with the media and everything like that. That's just how it's been portrayed. Yeah, man, that's how ultimately that's ultimately how I feel about it. It's like the goal is for both of you guys to come together and rise together. Right. And another thing, Andy, I mean, um, just just to touch on it real quick, and whoever makes the most money, just because the other person, whether it's the woman or the man that stays at home to take care of the kids, um, let me tell you something. That role right there, that is probably the most underpaying most underappreciated role that I've seen so far in the U.S. Like, people act like, oh, all you do is stay at home with the kids. Yo, that is not easy. You realize that they're not able to go exercise. They're not able to even go after their dreams because you're the one who say you got it. You'll take care of everything. So now they're trusting you. So by them trusting you, it doesn't, it does not give you the right to now treat that person like shit, like they're not smart. I don't know when, when in the hell in society we decided to just do that. Like, where the fuck does that thought process come from? Like, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. There was, you know, and let me see. Let, the, the, how I realized that, okay, this is a problem is when I was growing up, you know, my bro, Joe knows it too. There were some times where we saw our dad kind of treat our mom a little bad. He was kind of getting caught up. He was like the only one making money, you know, like. He would just say, your mom can't work. Your mom can't do this. Your mom, is, she just stays at home with you. And it's like, yo, 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 yo. Yo, staying at home with kids ain't easy. <laughs> it ain't easy. You know what I mean? But, but she was trying to do that. She was trying to do that to um, to help us out, right? To When we got to a certain age, that's when we were going to be in the house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what that was. So once once we got to that certain age where we could be in a house, that's when she went to go look for a job. But and that's what so she had to sacrifice at that point. Then when that's when that happened. But, but I think I think that's the thing though, Jill. It's like that's that's where the partnership comes in. And nope. it's, it's it's I think people understand. Oh man, I think it's it's something that's fabricated. Oh, marriage, sunshine, rainbows. No, but good times, like, like, no, like, real talk is a business, bro. It's a partnership. Like, here's what we're going to do for this period. In this period of time, we're going to have kids. You're going to be the one staying home. Like, dude, those conversations have to be like that because it's, it's what is the end goal? Like, again, the end goal is so, financially. So, 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 pretty much what you're saying is that getting married is a business? Yeah. It is. It's, all right. So, uh, are you sick? At this point, that's, that's, that don't even make me want to even get married. But, no more. <laughs> but I, mean, I, like, thing, I, think, and I think that's that's unfortunate. That's the issue. I think it's it's it gets misconstrued. Like, what is a a business is? I think with with a business, it has that negative connotation to it as well. But what I mean by that is, if you have to look at a business, the whole goal is what can we do to make sure that we reach our intended goal. So I think sometimes in marriage, we just go into it off of the uh, the emotions of being in love. And that's a whole conversation because love is not 
Mm-hmm. Love is not an emotion, it's an act. It's an action. So I'm not gonna get into that right now. So it's like they people go off of this feeling, this euphoric feeling of happiness and everything like that, not understanding that yo, this is work. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what I should that's that's what I say. It's work. And it's something that the end goal is if you want to be together for a long period of time, there's certain things that we need to do. There's certain sacrifices that your mom probably had to do for y'all. Y'all see on your same home, she had to stay with you guys. And your dad needed to understand that. Mm-hmm. And I think most guys need to understand that. Just because, and going back to the going back to what we were saying, in any marriage, whoever makes the most money. It has to be understood, like, yo, this is not something to hold over the other person's head. It's like, yo, yep. this is just the role that I'm playing right now. Because God forbid, I could lose my, with the coronavirus, mm-hmm. like that, I could easily lose my job at any point in time. And mm-hmm. the other person will have to step up. So it's like, I, I think that's the huge thing that needs to be understand. Like, it's a, it's lack of better terms. It's a business in order for you guys to come together and thrive together for the end goal of being financially generational wealth and so on and so forth. So that, oh, so, so, <laughs> so, 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 so the whole, so the whole, so I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. And I love that's all I'm doing right now. But anyways, what I'm saying is, okay, so we're both playing our roles, our respective roles, and. And let's say your wife at the time, you know, she's making, you know, a bunch, you know, she's making a good, good chunk of the change yeah. in, in the in the relationship. And you're saying that you have other attributes within the relationship that that helps her. Well, that if you both combine each other, you guys are gonna, you know, figure out something within the relationship, which is the main goal, right? So there's there's a purpose. So what about what about the purpose of the man? What where is the purpose for the man? Because at the end of the day, I understand that we're doing this for the relationship and for the I can't believe this business of this marriage. But what what what's what's the role for the man? What 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 does the man do at this point? Because what are you good at? You got to because now because now what was it? The three P's: protector, provider, and um um. Profess. Profess. Yeah. So I'm like, so, so, so all these things that we were taught about being the the head honcho and the and the top man of the relationship of the of the marriage seems to be washed and pushed and pushed aside. No, no, not 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 necessarily. So here's the thing, and I think this is where this is where things might get a little weird. And I understand because again, it's it's kind of construed in a different manner. I'm just looking for no, no, I got, I got you. Because what pretty much what I was gonna say is, and I would like to like open up this as a forum as well for you guys to chime in. Just because, just because the the man is not making the most money doesn't mean he's not still leading the family. Does that make sense? So I think it's it's a matter of your job as the man as the head of household still is to lead the family and i think sometimes it's 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 we believe that okay he's bringing home the money you know what i'm saying he's bringing over the money he's uh-huh. he's he's in control of the finances if you will because he's bringing in the he's bringing in the finances that he's the head of household I'm like nah you could still be the head of household without being the breadwinner and I'll, I'll Robin, I don't know if you want to chime in in regards to that. Yeah, yeah, I do, man. Like, um, that's the thing. Like, when society dictates everything that you do in your household, you cannot even create your own foundation. You know, and people don't even realize that. They listen to what society says so much. They bring it into their home, and they can never find any kind of household peace. And they just, they're just like, fuck, I'm just, I'm not happy mentally. I'm just, I'm just not good. But how much TV are you watching? How much are you putting that? How much of that are you putting into your spirit? Have you not figured out what works best for your family within yourself? You know, like what what works well for you? Like, like with, with my wife, at one point in time, shit, I was the one that was making um, the most money. And I never treated her like she was below me or anything. All I did was shower her, 
flower her with so many gifts, surprises, and all that. And now at this point, now shit, shit happened, something happened to that job. I lost it because they were on some dumb shit. And now that company is probably out of, it's out of business now, which is crazy. And now shit's flipped while I was working at that job. Well, actually not that job, but I was working at another job at the, the, the fucking railroad with my brother. My wife was in school. So she can get herself in another financial plateau, another, you know, in a better position. And she got it. Me making that sacrifice, working, doing, paying a lot of the bills. I put, I put her in position. What's crazy is that we're always going to need each other. But it may not always be in a financial sense. Like in my, in, in, in my relationship and most other relationships, like I know with guys, um, sometimes their woman may get down pretty quick. And as the man, you have to, you have to have the ability for your family always in the back of your mind, because trust me, this will translate. Before I even got married to Steph, I always said, whatever, we are always going to be all right. And what's crazy is that we've gone through a lot of shit in this marriage and we've always been all right. Sometimes, man, I, I wanted to quit, but I tell you what, because I said we were always going to be all right, that brought the grandpas of the world, the man that married us, I, I, I hit him up and say, hey, can you come through? I need your help. I'm, shit, I'm going through it, Gramps. Comes through, talks to me, challenges me. Because I put that out in the atmosphere, right, Andy and Joe? I said that everything was going to be all right. That's why he was there. <laughs> That's why when I, when, I, when I needed help, I knew exactly who to call. And he came through and he saved me. He said, this is the first fucking piece of adversity you're going through in your marriage and you're trying to run away. And I looked at him and I was like, oh shit, you're right. I'm not supposed to run away. That's not what a man does. A man doesn't run away. A man stands, he will, he will die trying before he just lays over and just says he quits or runs away. Because if you run away, you never, you, you didn't grow. You didn't, you didn't grow. You, who are you going to help? That spirit is just gonna weaken yeah, you yeah, yeah. when it's time to yeah. when it's time to get back. Yourself, if you're running away, you're helping yourself sometimes. Sometimes it's good to run <laughs> and analyze the situation before no, diving but, in and making errors. Yeah, but I digress. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying though, man. Like you, ha like the women. There's some women. I don't know where they got this in their head. Oh, I'm making more money now. I'm the boss. Like we have put money on such a godly pedestal that it's breaking apart relationships. You see what I'm saying? Hold on, we hold on, got hold on. To... Hold on, and my, my father cut you off, man. Um, mm -hmm. so I think I wanted to chime in on that last piece, because I think a lot of times, I, it comes down to like financial illiteracy. So it's, mm -hmm. I think the reason why people do that is because they, they're coming from lack and they hang around with people that's coming from lack. So it's, it's a matter of, I don't like being here, the only way to get out of here. Mm -hmm get these finances you get this money and so i think that's where a lot of people get get caught up and they they, they it's they move they move in fear and not and not trying to get back to being in life you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. right I'm, i wanted to talk about something you said earlier when you were talking about this this, this goes back to the, to the man being the man top man See, men have this thing inside of them. I don't know what it's called. It's called, you know, uh, uh, when, when, when the going gets tough, you know, we, we find a way through. We believe no matter how dark the, the, the cave is or how, how bright the, the light is, like, we are going to figure a way through to get to where it needs to go. And you said, you know, that's, that, you know, when Steph was ahead, she had like a little emotional you know, when things got a little tough, she got a little emotional. You know, she, she's getting a little scary. You know, a little tough. As a man, we don't get scared. We, we're top dogs. So <laughs> why not have a man at your top, at the top of the helm? I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm just playing devil advocate here. So, you know, we got to have, somebody got to leave. You know, you, you, you know, I mean, I don't know. Can, that's, that's the real good question. Can both be leaders in the marriage? Or does someone have to follow? Somebody has to follow, fortunately. Sorry. Like, that's just how God is true. Because 
you have two leaders, they're going to constantly try. Somebody has to say, okay, I submit to that. Otherwise, you're going to be fighting every single day. And who wants to do that? You know what I mean? Like, and, and another thing, Joe, that will help you out, a woman that already knows the value of a man, the, the appreciation for a man, she'll always treat you well regardless if she has more money than you or not. There's a lot of women that don't challenge each other there for whatever reason. <laughs> it's like, girl, I make way more money than him. I don't have to respect him. Nah, 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 nah. Shit, when there's a criminal that comes inside the house, you gonna hit my shoulder. You gonna tell me to go downstairs. I've I've had to, I've had to do that multiple times, man. <laughs> hey, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna oh, everybody go downstairs. We, I feel the person I, that's willing I to, no. <laughs> I got, I've gone, I've gone, ain't scared. No, I'm huh? I, I, uh, hey, did you hear that? Uh, uh, hear that? Nobody, go back to sleep, because ain't nothing there, trust me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you hear oh, me? Yeah, that's what you heard, You, that's what you said. Um, Yeah, dog, but... I, you know, I, I, I leave, man, but like I said, like there's certain things that I'll give the leadership to my wife because she's better at it than me. And there's certain things she'll give to me because I'm better at it than her. The, the, um, the thing is you guys, ultimately somebody has to lead it. Like I said to her, I was like, I'm going to lead this family. Like whenever things get tough, I'm the one who doesn't get quite emotional. I'm the one who doesn't really call people to pray for me. Like a lot of people like to do that. Hey, I'm going through tough times. Pray for me. That just sounds pathetic to me. That's just me personally. I just like, yo, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm gonna be all right. I'm, I'm, you know, you know, you know, God, God has my back, dog. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't stressing. He's, he always got my back. You know what? Not to boast about my relationship with him, but my man's never let me down. So, 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 so it don't, it, so it don't necessarily bother me. But like, but like I said though, we, we dictate each other's roles. So Andy. We can't say leadership. We can say roles because my wife, my my wife, kid, my wife is more organized. When we got to go to like doctor's appointments, if I have to go to a doctor's appointment with all the girls, I might forget a per like uh, an important piece of documentation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Andy? <laughs> like, and, and you can't have that error. Like taking all the kids to doctor, I, I it just drives. Do it. I can't do it. I'm gonna forget something. Um, so my wife's better at that than me. Me, I'm better at my wife at not spending as much money and being a little bit more disciplined. You know what I'm saying? So it, it depends on your your flaws, you know, your your um what your weakness is and what your strength is. Whatever your strength is, your significant other will depend on you to lead that in the, the, the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, my wife knows she can always lean on me whenever she's down. Like she would talk to me because something didn't go so good for business yesterday. And I was telling her, babe, it's gonna be all right. Ain't nothing to worry about. She, you know, she, she heard me, but she still felt that way in the back of her, back of her mind. You know, you see what I'm saying? So, the emotional, the the the, the rock. Like I'm, like like if I'm down and I'm and I'm scared, like yo, I don't think we could do this. Like this is impossible. Then it's gonna affect my whole house because me being the man, like I said, the the visionary. You know, my wife has a vision for for this family, but it just depends on how your wife is. She's super vocal about it wrote it down, put it on the, all over the walls in the crib. So everybody can see, okay, you know, okay, that, 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 that's pretty powerful. But, but, but like I said, though, like, like my, my, like I told my wife, yo, the vision for the family, we will overcome a lot. We are going to be successful one way or the other. I don't, you know, like I said, Andy, I'm that guy who has that relationship with God where I don't ask him for details. Um, yo, God, how's, God, how's this going to work? Like, yo, yo, God, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go do this. And I know you got my back. You don't got to tell me how it's going to happen. I just know it's going to happen because you always have my back. You know, you, you know what I'm saying, Andy? So can we both be, can we both be leaders? Um, it depends on your personality, but I, ultimately I would say, nah, so there's gotta be one person that has to submit because if every, because at some point our egos, because as, as us being human beings, we could be very selfish. And we want to be on top. I don't know what it is, Andy. Sometimes competitive nature could be a little dangerous, so people have to be careful with that. But like ultimately, no, nah, man, one person has to say, all right, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. You know, this is this is not this is not my battle right here. I need to stop. <laughs> like, fuck all this power shit. I need to stop. So ultimately, that's how I feel about 
that's 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 how I feel about that. And you, sir, what is what is your take on it? No, um, pretty much pretty much aligned with your brother, uh, Robin. I feel like you hit you hit the nail in the coffin. Um, I think uh, you alluded to it nicely in which you said it's not so much of who's the leader, but um, what role are you playing? And um, mm-hmm. not to. <laughs> Again, that kind of goes down to like the whole business aspect of it. It's like you're not going to be good at everything, so why why put yourself and your family in a compromised position trying to fit a role in which you're not good at? You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. in terms of Robin, you and Steph's relationship, it, it's good that you, you you understand that. Where it's like, okay, you're good with the finances, so you're leading. Again, right now she might be bringing in more money, but you're more strict with finances, so you take him and control of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think where where uh, whether it's a man or a woman in which they, they can honestly say, oh, I don't need this person in my life is when they're not catering to those weaknesses. That's the only time that you right. gotta say like, oh, I don't need this person because now they're not they're not covering my blind spots. Now that makes sense. But if they're if they're taking if they're taking care of those blind spots and you're just ungrateful because they're not bringing in the money. It's something that you're good at. You know what I'm saying? I think, and I think mm-hmm. again, that's where the, the confusion comes in because it's like, oh, they need to match me or make more than me. It's like, ah. Oh. It's like if they're catering to those blind spots in which you're not, because they're doing that, you're able to make more money. You feel me? The these mm-hmm. are the that you have to, that's how you kind of have to look at it. You know I me? Mean? So again, Robert, how you said it, man, it was it was pretty spot on. Pre, you know, appreciate it, man. It's, it's crazy, man. A lot of people, somebody, somebody, somebody needed to hear that, man. Somebody on the podcast needed to hear that. Um, so, 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 Joe. Uh, so you know, I know you want a boyfriend, girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? I know you're not on. <laughs> the, will you marry me? Step quite yet. Maybe you'll get on that stage sooner or later. But, um, one. But where? But how how do you how do you how do you guys do things? Are you are you the leader or is she the leader or does it matter or is it just roles that you guys are playing? Explain that to to the world because me and Andy are both. I mean I, I mean I don't really I'm, I'm not gonna I don't really know to be honest. I'm not really sure about if it's a role that I'm playing or that she's playing or whatever it is like. More so, it's just we're at a point in our lives where we're trying to figure ourselves out more so than we are in our relationship, right? So we're trying to get our lives together before we make any type of decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. for me, I'm I'm backed up where, I, you know, it's graduating for me. Like, you know, it's just graduating. Having two to three sources of income before I graduate is one of my objectives. You know, one of my, one of my goals that I want to do is having a financial security where financially speaking, I don't have to worry about anything, right? I could just go to the bank and, you know, whatever. If I need to pull out such and such amount, I can't. If I need to do this, I can't, you know. Financial, I feel like more financial thing is more on you and set stone on you, right? So I want to do that. And as far as like school, I want to, you know, get my degree, get my accounting degree, you know, and get my CPA license, you know, be a a certified accountant, you know, so. I wanna. I have goals like that for myself right now. As far as the relationship goes, I, I it's more so. It's it's always a lot of back and forth. I think we both are trying to be leaders within the relationship, and it's causing friction, right? Because mm-hmm. she wants a man to lead, but yet she compromises that when she does not want me to do anything. And it's interesting to say, like, it's it's funny because she'll say, I need you to do this for me. And then I'll I'll go ahead and I'm I'm literally saying, okay, I'm going to go do it. But because I don't do it right and then she says, no, I, never mind, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go do this for you. But right now I'm doing something. It's mm-hmm. not going to take me long to finish it. But once I'm done finishing this, I'll go ahead and do it. But because I don't drop it what I'm doing right at the moment. It's 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 a problem. It's an issue. So it's just one of those things like you gotta you gotta you feel me? You gotta think like, okay, 
you just focus on what you can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, Andy, dog, this is uh, this is money. This is money right here. Great, um, great advice. Um, have uh, I guess another question we could go into with this, Andy. I'm married. Um, get married. Have you guys done premarital counseling yet? Yeah, um, we we did that quite a bit ago. Um, and it went pretty well. You know, got to know a few things about each other. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. When I did that, it's so funny. Like, I, you, you kind of take that moment for granted. Like, I, I, I know I did. I took it for granted. I was like, dog, I just want to get this thing done over with because yeah. the world say you got to do it. I no, took no. that moment for granted. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But what's, cra- what's crazy is that like, it's, a, it's a cheat code, if you will. And I, I see why a lot of people push for it because it's, it's necessary. And I think the issue is when you approach it in that manner, it's like, okay, I just want to do this so I can have the check in the box so I could, I could go on and uh, and we could go on and get married. And you just mm-hmm. neglect everything that you just went through through premarital counseling. It's funny how when you have to go back to counseling, it's going to be those same issues. So it's like when you do premarital, pre-marital counseling, um, you kind of have a cheat sheet of mm-hmm. understanding, okay, this is how my, my spouse thinks. And I need to approach, I need to approach her in a certain way to get the required response that I'm looking for. Not to sound manipulative, manipulative by any means, but it's like to prevent, to prevent problems. It's like, again, going back to the love language, it's like, okay, in order for me to, in order for her to hear me the way that she, that she, the way that she will understand, I need to speak in her language. That's all it really is. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's, there's like, in bringing my, my, my relationship to the mix. Things that I would do. Uh, what's up? No, so 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 before you get married, mind you guys, I'm not a married person, so I don't know nothing about this. But before you get married, you got a whole premarital counseling thing. You sit down, you talk to your you talk to your your engaged your engaged to be. You sit down. She tells you everything that she likes, dislikes, loves, and all that. Oh, so she does not say that. So it's just more. Oh, no, no, no. So here's how I do it. And I, how, how does that go? How does that go? I'll, I'll put my, my experience, me and Eureka's experience on here. So we actually took a test in which we did not, we took an assessment. Sorry, we took an assessment. Um, I did not know her response to the questions. She did not know mine. So we did that. And then I think about uh, a week or two, we reconvened with the our the counselor. And then week by week, certain segments, whether it be finances, uh, uh, how we would deal with the kids, um, our family dynamics, whatever. We by week we went over those particular topics and we got an understanding of, all right, this is how she feels about this certain area. This is how I feel about this certain area. And then we'll discuss from there, right? But it, mm-hmm. what was good about it was I got to see and she got to see how we thought about particular things and how we could communicate with one another to understand, all right, this is how we're gonna get past this point if this becomes a roadblock. One of those subjects was also conflict. So I got to understand how she views conflict. She got to understand how I view it. So now I understand how she sees it. So it's not, instead of me trying to force my way upon her, I understand how she sees it and I can cater to how she sees it so we can get to a common goal. So it's funny, the premarital counseling, going back to the business aspect, it's like, all right, it's like that meeting uh, in, in terms of the business. Like, all right, what's the goal for the month? That's pretty much a premarital concept. That's why I say it, it, it really is like a business, bro, because it's like if the goal is success, you have to assess somewhere. There has to be an assessment somewhere. You feel me? Right. But um, and ultimately, you said the biggest word in that, in that segment that you were just saying, dog, Communication is huge, man. Communication is the biggest thing. A lot of people be like, Rob, how did you and Steph do it? How you guys stood together, bro? It is con- it's constant communication. Because, dog, you may take a text message the wrong way, and you like, man, why the fuck did she say that to me? And then you call, and she's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, my God. So now you, you would have gotten mad for, for what, two hours for no reason? <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> it's, it's stuff it. like... But 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 that's but that's like that's easy though. It's more like when you see something, you look at it 
hold on, let me call you real quick. <laughs> what did you mean by this? Like, no, that's but that's obvious though. That's, to me, that's obvious. You, you gotta yeah, hit somebody yeah. else and shit happen like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but you you be surprised, man. Like, okay, like what you 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 need to tell her, okay, when you do this, this is what makes me happy. When I um, and then she tells you, hey, when you do this, this is what makes me happy. Can you keep doing that? Okay, like my wife likes it when I surprise her, gift giving, do all that stuff. She likes gifts and acts of service. All right. So what do I do? Whenever, whenever, when 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 I have the bread, I'm just gonna surprise her. I'm just gonna come through in the room, put something like on her desk. She see it or in her car, and she then I I I see the biggest smile in the world. She she loves that kind of stuff, and she she knows what I like. I love the I love I love the touching, and I love the woman just showing me, yo, you appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying, right, Andy? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's the best part. But yeah, yeah. Um, and w- when you have that conversation now, Joe, your your relationship now, you're 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 on the elevator. You going you going up. You going up, man. You guys both got on the elevator together, and you guys are just going up because you guys you guys are you guys are communicating, and now you're starting to basically all the little shit that could nitpick and interfere, get in the way, could just just turn into something too big and and it's something little now you're you're basically giving your relationship protection protection from bullshit you know what i'm saying that's 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 why that communication is so big so big man like she always tells me how she feels about things whether i like it or not i tell her how i feel about things (laughs) whether she likes it or not and at the end of the day we asked each other she i remember she asked me not too long ago it's like you think we, you think we, you think we're going to divorce? And I was like, why? Nah, hell no. Nah. You think so? She's like, no. Nah. But you know what? There goes, there was my moment. You know, because you're gonna have these opportunities. Every man has that opportunity. Your woman is gonna ask you some kind of question, and she's gonna expect nothing but confidence, confidence in your response, <laughs> confidence and no fear to basically um, signify to her that you really got her and you ain't just talking. You know what I mean? And if you fail that test, it might be a long time for you to recover. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm talking I, I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, man, but you, every man gets that test. Your wife asks you, oh, your wife and your girlfriend asks you some kind of question. <laughs> and though if you mess up on that response, <laughs> if there's any kind of fear, you you wrote, man. You wrote. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I mean, this time, this time, like this time, I get that question, I give them the honest answer, and they're not there no more. So, they yeah, and, and and that's important. You don't want to waste your time, and they don't want to waste their time. But yeah, man. So, have you had that, Andy? Where uh, your girl want? Because you you always tell your girl, hey, I want to lead, I want to lead, and then she asks you this question to test your leadership. <laughs> and if you ain't ready for that response, they'll be like. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted to leave, but I don't know. I don't think he's ready. <laughs> I don't know if you have you had that moment before, Andy. No, not yet. Yeah, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Be ready. Be ready. Be prepared. One of the things I could always tell you, dog, you got to be prepared. You got to be prepared, dog. Be prepared. But I think we hit a lot today on this uh, this this segment. That was that 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 was fire, man. You know, people have to realize when you're in a relationship. You know, first of all, let's not look at money like, like, damn, shit, if, if I have the most money, I'm the shit. <laughs> you know, we need to grow the fuck up. Just love the person that you're with. Because last I checked, when you die, you can't take the money with you. You can't keep it in the family. So make sure you at least do that. Hey, you what? What you, you said, can keep it in the fa- You can keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep it within the family, man. But remember, when you have money, it's if you if you start to end up having a lot of money, it's just going to expose who you've been your whole life in the dark, and now it's coming into light because you have money. <laughs> so you're either a good person or you're a piece of shit. Case closed. <laughs> one, one or the other. Just, get, just gotta say it like that. But yeah, man. Um, anything. Oh yeah, and. We got to go to your health segment real quick. Andy, man, we can't forget, yo, Ace Fritz has a lot in store for everybody today. You know, we're about to ask Andy about Joe. Joe and I are going to ask you some questions about health. 
what we got to do to get a little better. Joe, do you want to set it off? Because I think you said you have some questions for Andy. Go ahead. I don't recall me saying I have questions for Andy, but, <laughs> but um, let's see. Uh, since you put me on the spot, um, I had a question as far as, like, my wrist, right? So I don't know if you could build that to get it to be a, 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 a thicker, more stronger wrist, or you could work out your wrist. Little, um, you know, the little thing that when you take the dumbbells and you be doing this all the time, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. They 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 build it, but my wrist has been the smallest I've ever seen in my life. I feel like I got a girl's a girl's wrist. I'm trying yeah. to get it bigger, but it, it, it it's just what what can I do? So in terms of the wrist, the wrist and the ankles, right? Typically, yeah, I got cankles, man. I can't get rid of them things, man. That's the thing I was gonna say. So typically, normally that's that's a genetic disposition. So um, how they are. It's kind of how they will always be, but you could, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. So the thing is, what you could probably do, you can still do those workouts. So you can still do calf raises to probably shake the calf, but the actual ankle joint is not relatively going to change. So the calves will change, so you kind of add a little bit more definition, so you kind of see that uh, division from the calf up to the ankle. But for the most part, that's how normal it's going to be. And same thing for the wrist. You could kind of do workouts, whether it's um, regular wrist curls, reverse wrist curls. Um, probably using like a barbell and just rolling it up this way. Um, again, that's going to aid in developing the muscles of the forearm, but the wrist joint still might be thin. I've seen a lot of guys where it's like their their wrist is kind of slim, and then when it gets to this point, it's just thick, but this is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you can't yeah, but no, but but I've seen this guy, he, he his wrist was was well in, you know, was well in doubt. Like, it was, pre, it was pretty defined. It was just like, it was just like, yo, like, how did he do that? He was telling me, Dude, I just work out. Like, come on, you dumbass. <laughs> I know that's, that. Like, that's, that's the thing, though. And I think it's one of those things where you got to look. That Here's the question that you need to ask. If you see somebody like that and they say that, right, the follow-up question should be like, Does it, is your dad's wrist like that, too? Like, oh, yeah, it is. And then you kind of have a, a good indication that, all right, it's genetics for him. Oh, damn, I should ask that. I didn't ask that. I was just more pissed off that you tell me he worked out. And, and, and going into a little side of a tangent, a lot of the times, and it's unfortunate, the fitness industry is selling genetics. Look like me, and I always looked at this my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. <laughs> there, there are some fantastic transformation stories. People that do lose the weight, that's cool. But a lot of the times, sometimes people of the, of the top tier, they kind of always look at that, always, were always athletic. You know, it's just the nature of the beast. Okay. Yo, and uh, my question, yo, Andy, the deadlifts, do they work on? Could you possibly lose belly fat doing deadlifts, dips, and pull-ups? That's a good. No, that's a very good question. Now, in, in terms <laughs> of deadlifts, um, I just wanna just wanna put this out there. I wanna be completely transparent. Um, I kind of did tweak my back a little bit on them, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. You just gotta do them right. I was doing them right. It's a long story. But um, in terms of your question, man, the funny thing is about deadlifts is that um, they're a great exercise to build muscle, to build strength. However, and here's the funny thing. So with deadlifts, they do build muscles of the obliques. So for those individuals that don't know what the obliques are, so you have the rectus abdominis or the abs in the front. And you have the obliques to the side uh, of your stomach area, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. They build the muscle there. So because they build muscle there, they're gonna build thickness there. And a lot of people don't want that. They want those, they want obliques to be nice and slim. And so it's like they want that V. So deadlifts will kind of bring that out, but that's muscle, that's not fat. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's number one. In terms of like the pull-ups and you said dips as well, right? Yeah. Those are those are good. Um, I think uh, again, those are going to help you. Like I said before, because you're building muscle. Excuse me. Because you're building muscle all throughout your body, um, that's ultimately going to help you burn more calories. Because it's like it takes it takes the body more calories to maintain muscle um, than fat. So as long as you're building the muscle, like you're doing the pull-ups, 
that's working out the back, you're doing the dips, it's working out the triceps, the chest, and everything like that. That's going to help you burn more calories overall. So, yeah. All right. And, um, you know, like the little assisting thing you use when you're doing pull-ups, Andy, you think, honestly, for somebody to get the best results doing pull-ups, they don't use that little assisting thing where they put their knees on and it helps them pull up. You yeah. think you think that that just ruins the um, benefits of doing pull-ups? Um, I would say, if you, I would say yes, but I wouldn't throw away that that machine because you can use that machine for other things. Um, I, normally, what I do that I use that machine for is to work on my chest and my triceps. So I'll just push down instead of using it for pull-ups. I I do see a lot of individuals use it for for pull-ups. And they they do it wrong, and there's a better way. There's a better way to teach it, um, without using that. Uh, what I would normally have individuals do is, you want to make sure when you're doing a pull up, you're actually doing a dead hang. And if your feet are bent at a ninety degree angle, that's not really a complete dead hang. You get what I'm saying? So what you want to do is what I have like what I have a lot of my clients do is I will attach a band to the bar, like a very thick. Uh, long resistance onto the bar, and I'll have them place their feet on that band. So, and then from there, I said, all right, get into the proper position. So, retract it, retract the shoulder blades down and back, squeeze your glutes, and then pull up. So that way, they're practicing the proper mechanics while still having the assistance of the band. So over time, they could re they could go to a lot of band, a lot of band, a lot of band until it's just uh, their body weight. And I was like, I'll do a video on it later on, put it on my IG or whatever. Um, but going back to the other machine, I've seen a lot of a lot of bodybuilders use that machine, but it's just, it's already when they already have good mechanics, and it's they they just use it as an isolation tool to just focus on their lats. You know what I'm saying? Because they already know how to properly move. So if it's somebody that doesn't know how to do it, like, I wouldn't put them on that because they don't know what to they don't know what to squeeze. And because it's taking away that that core activation, there's no point in using it already. Right. What I did is I I lowered the weight because I remember when I asked you a while ago, I was like, "Yo, I put it 85." Like the goal is to drop the weight so you can actually challenge yourself when you do the pull-ups. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've been dropping the weight, and it's and it gets harder and harder to pull yourself up until eventually. You know what? Maybe I won't use that machine, but I mean, I won't. I won't lie to you. I, I see. I see the result because I've been doing these pull-ups now for like what? Uh, maybe what? Andy, I want to say about three years, four years probably. And I see the result on the back. You lose like back fat. You see your cuts more. Yeah, you know, it works. Yeah, it's holding the back nicely. And I and I, I do want to say this too. I didn't say this part. If you don't have access to like thick resistance bands, um, I don't have any like memory right now, but like the real thick resistance bands, and that's all you have is that machine, that's fine. Um, go ahead and use it, but you just want to make sure that you get into the right position to use it. Because mm -hmm. um, I think that's the like I, I see a lot of individuals there get they 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 get on it like their butts out. It's like they're they're bending, but they're pulling up. It's like yo, that's not a put that's not a pull up position. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the only thing. With, I typically with that machine, that's why I don't like it because a lot of people will get in that that bad position. But I said they use resistance bands, they're kind of forced to get into that proper position. And that's what you kind of want to do. You want to make sure that you're in the right position to do the exercise to yield the results that you're looking for. I got you, man. Yeah, dog. Man, that's that's my my workout. Questions of the week, you know, Mandy, are you currently taking clients in uh, Orlando? One more, one more question. One more question. Uh, this is for the people that, for some reason, I don't know if it's a genetic thing, but, you know, obviously my brother has chest, and I don't. So, trying to get a nice little chest here. You know what I'm saying? This is a nice <laughs> Why? Okay, I've been trying to do these push-ups, man. You know, knock them out, try to, Andy, man, I'm about to give up on push-ups, dog. So, push-ups ain't working for me. Mm -hmm. I, I I need a different, I need an alternative route, because these push-ups ain't working. So yeah, Of course, of course. So, here's the thing. So, now I'm going to ask you this, right? What type of push-ups have you been doing? 
All right, so we got the wide, the wide one. Right? Wide. We got the regular push-ups. Regular we push got up. the diamond. Got the diamond. And then we got this. Um, well, my trainer told me about it, but it's like you got like he, he had a tire, so you can elevate and do those the explosive yeah. push-ups. But I don't got no, I don't got nothing really to explode on. Then, falling that, and crashing. And that's that's not necessary. So here's a, here's a beautiful thing. So what I will be coming out with. Coming up here soon, it's gonna be a video series documenting like my kind of recovery of how to alleviate back pain. Um, so I will be doing strictly, and Robbie, you can hold me to this. All right. Mm-hmm. I got you. You might, you might see me in the gym, but I will be doing strictly bodyweight exercise for the next for the month of August. Strictly. So um with maybe a few like machines, but no free weight. So it's just gonna be strictly bodyweight. Um but I say all that to say, in terms of your question, Gio, what I want to do is there's a few things that you can change. So typically when people do a push-up, what they'll do is um, they, they'll get down to the ground, hands on the ground, so everything is still on the same plane, if you will, so they go down and up. What you can do is to get more activation of the chest is you place your, if you have books, so if you have the crib, you got books, um, Robin typically, you know, we talked about it before, like the perfect push-up. You don't need, you need the thing to rotate, but you need something to put your <laughs> hands on, right? Mm-hmm. So your hands are elevated on that, on, the, on, that, on that grip. And when you go down, you're able to go deeper with your chest. You know what I'm saying? So your chest has more range of motion mm-hmm. to overcome and to work. That's more, there's more work being done. So it could just be a matter of you're just, your body's just got used to the regular fashion of you coming down to where your hands are and then coming right back up. So if you, if you increase that range of motion to get more out of the chest to improve that work, that might So what you t- So what you t- what you're telling me is I need a I need to do a deeper push up. That could be that's one thing. What you could also do and I think I don't know if you if you remember that last time we did that push up challenge with three of us and when I had you do like you going down slow, you taking like five seconds to come down. Yeah, I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's things where you can kind of (laughs) like small little changes that you could do to make sure that the muscles getting that pump. You know what I'm saying? And you're looking for a complete alternative to push us all together, then dips would be a good money maker as well. Not, um, I'll say the bar dips because the tricep dips where you put the chair against the against the door against the wall that mainly Mm -hmm. focuses on the tricep. That works the chest a little bit, but it's many triceps. So if you don't want to focus on the chest, you'll do like the the bar dips. That's another very good one that you can do as well. But in terms mm-hmm. of the business, man, it's like just change the variations, just change a few things here, make the make the uh, the eccentric so that you coming on the way down, make that a little bit slower. Hold it, add some isometrics so that's a static hold. Um, I would say focused on doing one arm at a time. So what I mean by that is not a one arm push up, but you have one arm here. You put the your other hand a little bit wider. So that one arm doing it is doing more of the work. Many ways it's gonna get. So, um, so yeah, okay. that'll be my my main thing that you could probably do. Sure. I wish you were here, Joe. I get you. That's right, man. That's my no, shit. no, you wouldn't get me. Hey, yeah, yo, yo, Andy's good. You'll get me Andy's hurt. You'll get me hurt. He's great at what he does. Andy is. He's the man. He come to that chest though. And Andy had me. What, what was it? I worked out. I worked out with Andy for what? Probably what? Two, two, three weeks. Yeah. Was it two? Was it two? Three? No. You know how much gains I had. It was ridiculous. Hey, have you have you have you done have you done my upper body workout? No, you have. No, no, nobody does your upper body workout. You want nobody you want to test, right? Nobody wants to do um. I had a saggy chest at one point in time. You should listen to the guy who transformed it. It was saggy as hell. Ain't saggy no more. Four hundred push-ups a night. Six days a week. I gotta see this. Six movie. months. Got my shit right. I don't think so. I gotta yeah, see it. And remember when Poppy was like, "Why are you always doing those push-ups?" Yeah, You're I remember crazy. that. You crazy? <laughs> you always say that to me. You crazy? Because I would be sweating bullets all over the floor, man. Because I was trying mm. to get rid of that chest. There's there's a level of commitment somebody needs if they really want to change body part. Oh yeah. And just to keep my listeners in the loop, I weighed in yesterday. I looked to see how much I weighed since uh, since uh, June 28th, where I was like, two, no, not yet. I was uh, 254 in June, and right now I'm 248. So I lost a couple pounds, 
you know, I was I was a little disappointed because I thought I'd be more, but you know what? I will take the progression because I feel a lot better. I feel a hell of a lot better. How much do you weigh, Joe? Tell everybody you're weighing, dog. Well, before, as you know, I weighed 240. <laughs> you know, you remember that Andy was there. Then I lost weight, went to 235. Then I lost more weight, went to 230. Then I dropped even more weight, 225. Now I'm back at 228. Shout out to Ribs. Pretty good. They are good. Man, it's a level of, it's a level of discipline. So what did, what were you doing that was making you lose the weight? Um, and what are you what are you not doing now? Like what happened? I mean, I mean it, it was it, to be honest. This is so, this is crazy, but I think this is the truth. It's literally what you eat. Literally, literally, that's all it is. It's not even about exercising. Because that whole entire time I was losing weight, it was spinach. It was eggs. I was eating literally five times a day. I was eating, like, honey roasted peanuts. I was, it was like, almond milk and, 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 and smoothies and milkshakes. And like it was like milkshake, uh, not not um milkshakes, um smoothies. Uh, yeah, it was smoothies. Right. Not, not milkshakes. Um, um, I would have turkey, right? Uh, portion my rice accordingly. Um, seafood. If I wanted to have like a little different taste, um, what else I had? I had like different sandwiches, but not on not on butter bread, but like on on oatmeal or oatmeal bread or like whole wheat bread. Uh, but a lot of spinach, a lot of spinach. I'm, I just know every morning and every lunch meal I had spinach, and in dinner I just had turkey with rice or chicken with rice, or but it was always like. Either grilled chicken, nothing was fried, everything. And I did not go out to eat. Everything was cooked. There was no meal prep. I didn't meal prep. I just cooked whatever I wanted to at that time. Cause that meal prep thing is, I'm sorry. It's its for people who are lazy and don't want to cook every day. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know about that, Joe. You might be wrong on that. That, that meal prep, I can I. The milk prep, I could do it for like three days with the same food. I gotta have something different on that fourth day. I can't eat the same thing every damn day. I'm getting tired it's of looking at it. It's just the discipline, guy. No, what, the discipline of eating the same thing every single day. Yeah, that's, man. Discipline. that's sanity. Oh my so god. There's, there's, there's alternatives. There's alternatives. You need to take your ass to Haiti. You're great. You got to take I'm not ungrateful. If I want something different, I want something different. What's wrong with that? It doesn't matter. Eating. All you should want is food, I'm, right? I'm still that eating in the health of the, uh, uh, of the right way. Why does it matter? <laughs> your, 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 your body wants one thing, for you to feed it. Just like how when your car runs out of gas, all they want is gas. Yeah, but you... Hey, put some diesel in there. Yeah, I mean, does your car want variety, or it wants the same thing? Unleaded gas at all times. First of all, <laughs> I don't even, first of all, I don't even put unleaded gas in my car. <laughs> put I, I go to Shell and I use the V power. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, the people that don't. But for for the people that don't know, that's ninety three. Okay, that's the last button on there. That's ninety three. Good gas. <laughs> Understand? Well, you get premium. There you go, premium. <laughs> Why did you say that? The hell you mean? 93. 93? <laughs> what are you talking that's about? That's, that's what, what it is. 93, <laughs> 90. What is it? 89, then it's 90 something, and then it's like 90, 90. Is it 93 or is it 98 or 96? Whatever it is, the last one. Premium. What I put in my car. Thank you very much. Hilarious. Or if I feel be if I feel a little cheap and I want to cheat, put mid grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. But the gains are amazing. Andy, um, have you gained any – have you had any gains for this month health-wise? Anything you're trying to do? Andy look like he's 240. Nah, I've seen Andy at 240. I'll show you the picture. <laughs> I'll show you the post. <laughs> Andy, Andy just like, okay. <laughs>
and he's doing just and he looked like Hank from Dexter. What? <laughs> Hank from Oh no Ruggy. <laughs> Nah, I'm, uh, I'm, too, I'm 200 right now, man. Just again, just trying to get this body right. Um, so, so what's crazy is that, um, like normally, <laughs> again, those that, that haven't heard, I was in the Marine Corps, so I, that's when I first tweaked my back. I'm um, doing a lot of stuff, a lot of running, not too much sleeping, still trying to get the weights in, weight training in, and so, um, when I hurt my back during that time, it took me like weeks to to be able to like run pain free. It's only been like, uh, it's only been like maybe like a day or two, and I'm already like back on my feet doing everything. So it's that's a good thing. So just making sure. So focusing. My my biggest thing right now is like range of motion, mobility gains, because it's like as you as we get older, that's typically the thing that goes down the drain is uh not strength number one, but also like our range of motion number two. So it's like all right, what are the things that I could do now to increase that range of motion, stretching every day here and there. You know, um, working on mobility and more importantly, active range of motion. Um, so that's the thing that I've been looking into. All right. Well, yo, I'm happy you guys are striding, doing your thing. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everybody for getting on and rocking with us, man. I, your boy's about to go to the gym. He's about to go work out, man. We, it never stops. The grind never stops. Joe, you better go work out after this, too. I'm going to call you up after this. I'm going to make sure you work. <laughs> and guess what? I ain't going to pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. But all right, man. I'll holler at you guys, man. Appreciate everybody for rocking with us, man. We'll be airing out another episode. Yeah. Uh, most likely on... Uh, and on Friday, just let me know what your schedule look like, man. You're going to get a special guest on here. But all right, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all take these. Hey.